0: I'll never forget the time I ordered a a strawberry ice cream sundae at Friendly's. The waiter was this, like, huge guy. And he arrives. It's almost as if I could hear him walking in the way in, like, a a cartoon, like, (laughs) and I turn around, dude, and he's just holding a gigantic waffle cone with, like, seven scoops of strawberry ice cream in it. And I looked at him puzzled, and he goes, I thought you would like this
1: better.
2: (laughs) <laughs> like, wow. He got you a different dessert from the one you ordered.
0: Yeah, but it was—he was right, dude. This wasn't like the. F-
1: <laughs> this wasn't the free
0: Sunday. This wasn't the clown Sunday you get. This was a fucking like industrial catering sized <laughs> ice cream ice cream cone, dude, This guy brought to me, dude. Welcome back to Oops
2: the podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you, please,
1: Julio. Julio, I don't know where you came up with
2: dude this guy was a huge turkey what is this japan which is yep. one of the reasons why i hadn't told you about it
0: no and i also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were gonna tell me yeah yeah which of course you were oh but. yeah hello everybody it's soups the podcast i'm julio gallerati joined by francis ellis rocking his summer gear
1: how you, you know, feeling
2: it's so warm and i guess i wear tank tops around the house a lot and i uh, should probably cover up a little bit more but i just uh don't care
0: it's a sticky day dude i did pilates this morning and uh dude it's amazing i had the hookup and i was like getting free classes and now my hookup has sort of gone away and i paid today
2: that must have hurt
0: it hurt a bit uh and what, i'll tell you what, what dude. was the
2: damage 33 bucks 50 bucks what the what the fuck insane are you fucking me i know why would you do that i
0: should be for that price actually yeah (laughs) i should be fucking you
1: um Um, and i'll
0: tell you what dude i was just like so sweaty that i was like sliding off of the thing it was like a really unpleasant experience and like i think i need to wear pants next time and maybe even elbow pads (laughs) (laughs) because there's moves that i just like couldn't do and i was also like too big for the thing like the board a reformer yeah i was like trying to do things and it was just like very i actually had a very unpleasant experience oh that's um, yeah, for 50 bucks Damn. i need my girl louisa to return from montauk so i can take her class yeah um yeah but that is the deal so also shout out move with molly i gotta get back in that class too again
2: move with molly
0: uh, she's very excited for stranger things season four part two coming out soon uh, why judging why are from you? her instagram oh she's always posting about it <laughs> uh so was she the
2: one who posted on your Instagram or something?
0: Mm, what do you mean?
2: I don't know. You posted some new... It was like something about a fitness instructor.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the thing that... I don't know. Did I post something about that? We did. We were talking about her and how she was my spirit animal and how I want to have her body. Wanna, yeah. How I want to be a woman. I feel like someone,
2: <sighs> someone posted being proud of you about your Netflix thing and then...
0: Oh, that was Louisa, the Pilates instructor. Yeah, yeah,
2: but not Molly.
0: Louisa, not Molly. I don't believe. Oh, Molly. yeah,
2: it was the woman said this guy took my class or something. And this is like the that. face he makes when he's in yes, my class. Yes, I does. wondered if that was moved with Molly.
0: Uh, no, no, but they're both great. My my fitness infrastructure is really nice. Uh, I just have to put in the time and apply to the dietary restrictions. You know what I've gotten into? <laughs> What's that?
2: Running hills.
0: Uh, well, so I know I was that pre the LA hill running
2: we did it sierra and i took sierra to run the hill fun how was that it's good if you do that you'll get there's no your body has no choice you get pretty in shape
0: that's fucking badass if
2: you do it you know i'm gonna do it today i think i've just i've i've di- i've given up on uh on the i've stopped taking creatine and my body's now shrinking
0: and now you're trying to f- Figure out how to get it back, but you're cutting. No, now. I'm.
2: I guess I'm cutting. I don't even know what I'm doing. You naturally cut. I've given up. I, I've. I don't. I, I'm saying I'm giving up. I don't know where things are going. Mm-hmm. I just know that I'm getting smaller and smaller. And now <laughs> I have it in my mind that it might be kind of fun to look emaciated at the wedding.
0: <laughs> it's amazing that you've had enough time to do both of those things. It's.
2: It's just a seesaw. It's pretty wild. I yeah. got. I got too big. I didn't like it. I tried on the suit for my wedding, which I. I found my wedding suit.
0: Nice. Looks sick. It's fine.
2: (laughs) We went into um, Suit Supply. Nice. And this is not an ad for Suit Supply. They're not sponsoring us. And I can tell you that it's not an ad for Suit Supply because I'm not sure that I would encourage people to buy Suit Supply suits. They rip constantly. They're made of tissue paper. Always in the butt. God forbid you're dancing. Oh,
1: dude. It's one
0: of my biggest fears.
2: If you're dancing in a wedding in a suit supply suit, you'll you'll rip it in the butt, 100%. It's
0: one of my biggest fears in the world. Yeah. That would never happen to me. This is an ad for Savage Suiting. My boy who hooked me up with a tux, he goes, bro, let me know when you want another tux. I'll send it over. That's
2: awesome. Did I
0: tell you the story about this? So he was sending me a tux, and his wife was like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you sending this guy a tux? He's <laughs> like, trust me. And she's like, this is a bad idea. Like you're, this is like a waste of money or whatever. So it's maybe not that savagely mm-hmm. to the savage suiting person, but she said something along those lines. And apparently like a month later, some guy came in and was like, Hey, I'd like to buy a tuxedo or everything. The guy's like, how'd you hear about it? He's like, Oh, from Julio's uh, Instagram. Mm. And his wife was standing right there and he just looked at her really slow. And ah, like, yes. He said it was one of the finest moments that in his relationship,
2: that dumb woman, <laughs> Fuck that woman,
0: dude. Am anyway. I right, G? <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm like, your
2: words not mine.
0: Yeah, I'm like all I know is I might have more suits on the way. Hopefully, I have more suits on the way.
2: <laughs> but dude, the rip have suit have sold his wife. If you want more suits, <laughs> the, holy the, shit, dude! The, the suit. It was like a bad um, strategy. <laughs> Unless they hate each other. The okay, suit. Keep going.
0: The suit ripping in the ass. Is one of the biggest fears. It can happen to anybody, but when you happen to be a person with a big ass like myself, people will like shame you more for it. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, your ass ripped your suit," yeah, as opposed to right. "Oh, your suit ripped."
2: Well, <laughs> exactly. I don't have a big ass, but I do like to dance a lot, and I've ripped my fair share of suit supply suits to the degree that I thought I was done with them. But they—they <laughs> they are just—they're at the right price point. And they look pretty good. So I went in, and can I be honest with you? I think you'll appreciate the psychology I'm here. Sure, dude. <laughs> and I'm going to be very transparent with the Oops! The Podcast audience. So, you know, Sierra's been really running the show on the wedding, planning all that stuff. And we had a moment where we, I, I had determined that I thought I really wanted sort of a forest green, dark green suit. They like dark green. That's my favorite color to wear. It it's
0: right and nicely in Maine it feels like too. Well, that's what I would have thought. Like an evergreen. But
2: she sort of commented that she thought it there was too much green around and that my suit would get lost. And I was like that sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> I'd love to be a an floating illusion a floating head. Perfect joke. Or we could like green screen what I'm wearing and turn it into sort of a flamingo. I don't even it's know. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, something fun and funky. But she just said, "Man, I think it'll be a lot of green." And so I sort of martyred myself. Do you ever do this? Uh,
0: Maybe, but what happened?
2: Okay. So we go into suit (laughs) supply. She had said that she thought a light blue, sort of a sky blue suit might look really nice on me. She likes that color on me. So we walked into suit supply. I didn't even want to do this errand.
0: Ryan, can you pull up sky blue for me if you don't mind? you know like a not like a baby i can't i can only picture like justin timberlake blue
2: what is that like the baby blue that's probably what i'm talking about
0: okay so it's, it's similar
2: yeah okay almost like a north carolina tar heel blue got it so uh we go into suit supply i go over to the rack that has my sizes on it and i find pretty quickly a sky blue suit and i pull it off i try on the coat and i say all right we're done, <laughs> and the guy goes, "Oh, yeah, that looks pretty good and I go she she goes she comes over and she goes, "Oh, that looks nice I'm, I'm talking we've been in there for five minutes <laughs> now keep in mind, it's she nice. tried on what thirty wedding dresses, alterations, wow. multiple appointments, her mom coming into the city to help her look for it all of that wonderful, wonderful procedure. I am in suit supply in a the Brookfield place mall for five minutes, and I'm like, okay. That's it. <laughs> and she goes, do you like it? And I go, that doesn't matter. Do you like it?
0: But Did you say it like this?
2: I said, is this? Is this, is this? do you like this one? Does okay. this work?
0: Because I would have said the same thing, but I wasn't sure if you, if you had said it with that tone.
2: I said something like, you know. It's a different approach. Is this, is this, does this, this like, do you like this one? Is this good for you? Does this work for you? Hint, hint. I have no control. <laughs> I have anything. no say. You're not letting me make my own decisions. This is your wedding. Uh, what does it matter? Do I even need to be here? I'm going to... I am martyring myself. Okay. I I'm pouting. I get it. I get it. I'm pouting and I'm, I am dying on my hill to make her feel bad.
0: On your forest green hill
2: that you can yeah. see in the distance. I can't have the one glimmering. I want. So what does it matter? <laughs> All these suits look the same to me. Why don't you just pick... Mm-hmm. whatever and i'll just wear whatever it is you want me to wear <laughs> and she got upset and reasonably so and felt really bad and you know i tried on the suit i paid for it i mean i'm telling you this took all of like eight minutes <laughs> and what,
0: did it just fit perfectly or you did your measurements they were going to it? i've
2: worn so many suit supply suits that i know what oh. the size is <laughs> and
0: so forgive me is suit supply like what's the deal with suit supply is it like it's
2: kind of like the warby parker of uh okay suits.
0: cool so they're like sick
2: well they're warby fine they're sick
0: dude it's a good company so
2: then maybe it's not even that high quality okay but they're 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 middle tier it's better you know, than joseph a Banks. my suit was six hundred dollars
0: okay that's not cheap
2: it's not cheap right but like i was looking at some kind of Custom suits from England that were like two grand, right, right? And my friends were all like, "If there's ever occasion for you to buy a nice, proper suit, this is for your yeah. wedding." And I, yeah, and you're like,
0: but dude, have you ever stared into a gorilla's soul?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Saved it for the gorillas. You gotta save it for the gorillas. That's like uh, by buying the five hundred dollar suit. That's that second day gorilla. Permit. There you go, man. So, uh, we walked out of suit supply, and she was bummed out and she felt guilty, which was the mission that I had set out <laughs> to accomplish you know and uh, and i'm and I'm playing dumb uh-huh. I'm playing dumb, like, what do you mean? I thought you liked it uh yeah, right, right, isn't right. that the one you wanted <laughs> she's like yes, but and then. This is where I finally felt like maybe I am starting to grow up because we got into the car and she was like, yeah, I just, I don't feel like that's what you wanted. And now I feel really bad and feel like you're you're just, and I was like, you know what? Listen, was I being a little bit dramatic? Was I pouting? Was I martyring myself? Yes. (laughs) The truth is. Sierra, That I felt a little bit uh, like I didn't have control after you, you, you know, you 86 the fucking dark green suit that I wanted to wear. And, you know, I wanted to sort of stick it to you a little bit and, and pout. But the reality is that I've bought a lot of suits from Suit Supply. I know exactly what my si- size is. We walked in there. I was looking for a specific suit. I found the exact color and feel. Of the one I wanted instantly, I tried it on, and there's no more guesswork. It's a simple solution to a simple problem, um, and right. frankly, I am gonna look great in this suit. I'm very happy with it. I'm happy with how little it cost, mm-hmm. uh, and that we didn't go for the much more expensive one. And um, don't worry about it. Like this is this is fine, and I like let her off the hook and mm-hmm. exposed my petulance. Yes, and you know, well done, dude and sort of just said like no yeah you're fine <laughs> this was all me being a bitch totally like don't worry about it the truth is this is a desired outcome it's not like
0: do you know what i mean when i say it, martyring yourself ab- that way absolutely and then and then like you're you're being you're being how you've been and then she's like is everything okay and you're like yeah what are you like you yeah, Doug. you
2: don't acknowledge that there's anything you, you, wrong.
0: You want it. You want it to be visible that you're disappointed, but you're acting as if you're biting the bullet. But you know that you want her to see, that
2: and you also know that she won't make you bite the bullet right 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 like like right. If, if if i wanted i could have been like actually i really like the dark green suit and she would have let me get the dark green suit totally but instead i'm like oh, i'll just get whatever you want no this is the one you want me to have Right.
0: even though it's much better in reality that this took eight minutes now you're outside of the store you're ready to go
2: yeah and yeah. and frankly should i have taken a little bit longer to peruse the shelves <laughs> try on some different things maybe Ultimately, I know from experience that that was going to be the suit I ended up buying in the end anyway, but she doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. So in her, I'm putting on this dog and pony show <laughs> for the sake of <laughs> ratcheting her guilt <laughs> to a hundred. Because I want her to marinate in it. I, like I want her to like stew In the fact that she's castrated me from my own sovereignty.
0: <laughs> Dude, sometime when I get into the martyrdom role? my darling hill dog will do this thing. That's really funny. Like before she, if, if she's not quite like in tune to what's happening yet, or if like I, my mood has just changed and she'll sit down next to me and she'll go, the love that you once had for me has gone.
2: <laughs> that's really good. That is excellent.
0: I don't know where it is, but it's not here anymore.
2: That's so good, and it's sad because that makes you 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 have no choice. You have to come back to the light. Yeah, because that's too it's funny, so funny. I know, and it's too cute and self aware yeah. and smart. <laughs> She's so sweet. That's that. really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, makes me laugh. Can I ask you
0: a question? A follow up wedding question on suits. Yeah. Do you have an expectation for what you'd like me to wear?
2: I'll send something out. Um, it's going to be simple. I think it's just going to be, you know, like a dark blue suit, oh, perfect. which I think everybody has. Yeah, I I, yes. I, I, and, and, and a, you know, there's no specific one. It's just whatever you got.
0: Great. And that's fantastic. However, if I were to have not had it, it'd be no problem because guess what? It's tax
2: deductible. Oh. <laughs> All
0: expenses going towards your wedding are tax deductible that's as far great. as I know. And I'm willing to take that. I'm willing to allow that to escalate the day that they come knocking.
2: I'm glad to hear that.
0: And they're like, explain this, this, and that.
2: Good. Good. As you should. (laughs) As you should. I just got hit by the state of California for $3,517. For what? Who the fuck knows? Oh, my God. Taxes I owe from 2021. I don't remember working in California in 2021.
0: Nor do I. Ah, your deal was the studio based in California? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was.
2: But it doesn't read that way i thought maybe that's what it was
0: so okay yeah that's true because like okay for netflix for example poor chris and i both had to pay california taxes which were just like so you just look at it and it just want it makes you want to move to fucking wyoming dude you're like are you serious with this shit Mm -hmm. so whatever but but yeah i guess if you like weren't physically present i wonder how that works but i'm sorry dude no i know
2: i just it just i think that the irs should have to. Uh, adhere to a statute of limitations where if they haven't figured it out a year and a half after you've already paid your taxes they can no longer call for you to pay that Uh, because who's to say that i have that money right now i know you i didn't know i i waited and waited i waited for the irs to let me know oops you made a little filing mistake you actually owe this much more a year ago now so i've annoying. moved on with my life yeah. i'm paying for gorilla permits mm. uh Weddings. blue suits my god i have so much to do so irs you know i i, I think that if, they, if it's their mistake
0: <laughs> you should be like i'm getting married guys yeah
2: <laughs> if it's their mistake then you can
0: do a payment plan i think if you feel like doing that
2: yeah i don't know
0: i'm a big payment plan guy when there's no interest i know that some people like to just get it out of the way but I have no problem with being like, oh, I'll pay 40 bucks a month for this or something. I don't Yeah. I'm sorry that happened.
2: No, it's fine. It's fine. But that I do. Yeah.
0: Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. So just speaking of my darling hill dog, mm. um, she is going away soon for a long time. So first and foremost... She's going on a certain special ladies bachelorette weekend. How about that? How fucking fun is that? For those
2: of you that don't think uh, the friendship is real (laughs) on Oops! The Podcast, here's how deep it runs. Uh, Sierra is, Hillary is going on Sierra's bachelorette party this weekend.
0: Yeah, super fun. Um, I'm excited for both of them. I hope that's a really good time. And to be honest, dude, like it's such a high priority for her. She has to go to France on Sunday morning. She's still going.
2: That's mental, man. I know. That's she her, shouldn't go. That's her fucking girl, dude. So, wh- how is she doing this? She's
0: going down, doing the whole thing. I think she has to leave slightly early. Unfortunately, she's leaving on
2: Saturday evening, I believe Saturday afternoon?
0: afternoon. She gets back in Saturday night, and then she has a flight Sunday Dear early afternoon God. to go to the South of France.
2: Dear God,
1: man! She will
0: be on a work trip, uh, and I'm actually this is an interesting topic: the work trip, because. There's this pretty crazy itinerary with yachts, Saint Tropez, you know, can drinking, having fun and just a lot of guys around dude. You know what I mean? And if there were ever a time for my antennae to kind of, <laughs> to kind of lift up from the back of my head, <laughs> now would certainly be the time. Not to mention after that, we, uh, her sister's in Portugal we're eventually going to rendezvous there. And instead of coming back to the United States and then going back to go to Portugal together, she's just going to stay there. So, in theory, if she were to be a naughty little girl, she'd have enough time to like come to terms with it and never think about it again when what she sees me again. Oh, fucking. She would never. I, I know.
2: Ridic- well, that <laughs> last part is what's the most ridiculous to me <laughs> is that you've thought this through to the point where she will have a, 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 a period. Of of <laughs> rationalization and justification, such that when she sees you, the guilt will have been smoothed over in her mind, and yeah. she'll act normal, and you'll never know.
0: You know, we're not married yet, and like we real. Why like, are you? That is. There's a there, there is a small gap between you know i never intended to get into such a serious relationship so quickly after my last serious relationship i mean i've never really done anything in my fun in my 20s
2: you've had this conversation with yourself
0: and every time i have it it's like julio you these are your instincts kicking in from your uh toxic relationships that you've had in the past with these people who were just so present that they never even thought of you when they were away from you and this is a different (laughs) bird that you're dealing with in fact this isn't even a bird this is a dog the hill dog (laughs) this is she is her own thing and oh
2: my god i of dude. course I don't
0: have to worry but you never you know stuff out there and and th- you know who knows
2: all right so <laughs> listen there's so many there's so much to unpack there <laughs> the first thought is right you travel more than anyone on earth <laughs> and it's entirely reasonable for hillary to have this conversation with herself where she would say well he's in iraq and that's not even in the First world and it's not he, the same
0: dude. it's not like socially acceptable to pick up chicks in iraq dude. it's just like not how it goes there like it's a much more traditional society it's like miami like in miami like you gotta like wine and dine them a lot before they're gonna go home with you you know what i mean iraq and you might even have to marry them there okay <laughs> it's doable
2: all right but well, it's not the same bro. i mean have fun you know <laughs> explaining that to, to pacify her <laughs> no no I couldn't cheat on you in Iraq I'd have to ask their fathers for marriage first <laughs> you know how it goes
0: yeah they weren't taking uh taking well to me calling myself the bag daddy <laughs> <laughs> that was not working <laughs> um
2: okay but m- more importantly whatever on the road in America mm. on the road anywhere the two of you you too have subscribed as I see it to a doctrine of like mutually assured faith in each other's absence right um there is peace and certainty and trust and foundation uh regardless of where the two of you are in the world uh you've been dating long enough i mean my god i i you know i i don't think it matters where she goes whether it's khan or you know iraq i guess as you put it. Right. Um, it, it just, you guys, that's, it's not on your radar. It's not an option. I don't sense that she's ever thinking that way. Whatever. You don't need to hear this from me. No, I know. I know. But, um, it's very funny <laughs> to hear your brain spin itself out right. of control. Right. right. I, I do that sort of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Not so much with this, but more with just general anxiety things. Right. um, you know, you 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 chase your own tail in your mind. Mm-hmm. Where, like, okay, not to make it about myself, but when I came home from that crazy L.A. Wisconsin yes. trip, the night that I got home, I was so delirious and all over the place. I was on all kinds of different time zones. You know, I'd passed from L.A. to Salt Lake City. Yeah, you were in all four time zones. Now I was back on the East Coast. Exactly. I hit all the all four time zones. And, you know, I, we went to bed early, like 9.30. And I'm, I lie down and I passed out for like 20, 30 minutes. And then I woke up and it was as though my brain thought I had taken a nap. Mm-hmm. And now it's 10.30 p.m. and I'm, i I just taken a power nap right. that's, that's before crazy. bed. It's bad.
0: Yeah, but were you able to just go right back? Well, to that? no,
2: because then all of a sudden I'm lying there, she's now asleep, and I start thinking, okay, well now I'm not going to be able to get back to sleep because I'm on this crazy time zone. And I'm going to have a hard time waking up. And beyond that, you know, I only made uh whatever X amount at Milwaukee because I didn't hit my bonuses in in Appleton, so uh that doesn't cover the cost of our honeymoon which is still mounting and oh i just had to pay our first round of car insurance payments Mm -hmm. and how much can i reasonably ask sierra to chip in on that given that i sort of made somewhat of an executive decision on on this new car (laughs) what's fair and in fact you know is any of this fair i mean she's actually taking up more of the bed than i am (laughs) Uh, you know, and I'm starting to like get resentful towards the person that's sleeping next to me and I'm blaming her for my lack of sleep and her lovely stepsister was spending uh, a couple days with us and crashing in the spare bedroom. And I was thinking, well, my God, normally I would just be able to go into that other bedroom and not, you know, but I can't because we have this guest uh and Sierra should have known better that if I was coming home from a long week of being unmoored like this that I would need to have an extra bedroom in the house just to sleep in if a case you know like ah uh, I'm spinning and I'm angry and it's I finally I sit up in bed and she senses that I'm awake and she goes are you okay and she starts this up and I was like I'm not my anxiety is I have now worked my heart rate yeah. up to a level of of redlining at before bed and, and here's what's in my head. And I start listing these things. And she's just sitting there listening to me. And all of a sudden, she's like, all right, well, now I can't go to bed. Because <laughs> now her I've sent her. Now
0: you've started her down the same
2: and uh... she's And she's sort of taking it a little personally. She's like, well, it's fine for us to have guests. This is my sister. And I'm like, I said, listen, you know, I just listed 14 things for you that were so unrelated to each other that i hope you can realize that not any one of those things is actually the problem
0: right there's a yeah
2: i am i am feeling so unanchored as yeah. a result of my recent trip and as a result of having eaten horrible airport food and meals and and having no sense of shotgunning
1: many white claws yeah, exactly shotgunning white claws like drinking
2: and not you know that I, I am I am just in need of a little bit of grounding, mm-hmm. and that will come in the morning. Uh, so don't take any of this personally, and I'm sorry. And that that placated her, and then we started laughing about it. That's good. That's good. And you know, it, that's sort of my helps to get it off your chest in a way. Yeah. Where in the same way, like I think if you list if you listed for Hill Dog, <laughs> the Way that she could justify herself cheating on you and then getting over it. It's funny. It's funny. And like to see her laugh at that might even make you realize how silly and outlandish it is
0: so this is what i worry about i worry about the idea of that becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy
2: i, I knew you were gonna fucking say that <laughs> you're like oh, i'm giving her away pushing her into the off.
0: arms of her drunken yacht mate
2: yeah <laughs> dude think about the guys that are gonna be there I know.
0: I know i mean they're cool but you're but you're right like it's not are they yeah yeah, they're cool, you know. Ah, they're her coworkers and they're cool. Ah, they, are. they are, they are. They're cool. There's some cool guys.
2: Are they like you? Are there a bunch of charming you's there?
0: And it's unclear. Because they're, you're kind of charm, her
2: type. You. you are on a lease with her.
0: True. Very true.
2: I don't sense that there's a whole lot of you's there.
0: True, but again, it's like you only I, like you said, we have the lease together. This could be a release from the lease from the weight of life <laughs> and here's this fun boisterous drunk guy holding you know a bottle of Domaine art fucking magnum <laughs> bottle of rose and he's like oh he's got the ice ready for her in the little glasses like, you want to uh, drink it out of the bottle and she's like oh wow this is so fun this guy's smashing his goal this quarter <laughs> you know all the statistics are right there dude she's got his approach with clients he's so charismatic you never know. Uh, <laughs> I still realize that any this entire thing is preposterous. So
2: any yeah, response I, I, I that. have
0: to anything you're saying? Well,
2: I know that you're <laughs> not unduly worried about it. Yeah, I'm not um, actually. Which is nice.
0: But yeah, there's, there's a part of one's brain you can be pushed to insanity in this sort of moment. She is not the type of person who would ever get me there because she's yeah. too reasonable and sweet and great.
2: Do you know what I find tricky when we're apart for a long time um, is when, you know, you are in bed and missing her and you FaceTime her and she's like in an Uber with four other people <laughs> being like, what? No, we're just going. Yeah. And, she, and she's not covers alone She's not talking
0: in her slightly higher register sweet voice that she uses when she's in private. Yeah,
2: she's like, hi, Julio, talking to you like yes. you're a friend. <laughs> she's friend zoning you because hey. she's with her work people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And then you feel like, what the fuck is going on? Why did she just treat me so professionally? Where's this coldness? I need my heartache to be mended, <laughs> but that didn't accomplish it at all. And that, that disconnect, because of the time change and, and stuff, I find to be a battle.
0: Dude, oh my. And then you're like, you're like alone and you're like, hey, what are you up to? And as you ask that, she's like,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, honey? Yeah. Let no, me call you back. Uh, the pink one. I want to wear the pink one. What were you saying? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, yeah, oh, honey. Like saying it like to try to but like incapable because the drunken Yeah, there's sort of, no feeling.
2: There's there's no, there's no sincerity oh, there. Yeah, that's so funny. Um but we do it too, man. You know? Uh, yeah. We do it too. They'll call us when we're out, God, you know, can't coming off right stage now. or like can't listen, I'm going on stage, I'm sorry. Like yeah. whatever it is, I'm in the green room surrounded by two other comedians whose lives are pathetic, so I don't want to showcase in front of them my nuclear relationship. <laughs> You know, I want them to respect me, so I have to continue with this ruse that I'm broken and alone. Can't talk right now, honey. Can't can't show them that I'm I have my shit together. <laughs> Got to go. Anyway, guys, yeah, so I was just saying like, boy, f- I'm fucking hate this job, huh? Drugs are fun. Um That's so funny. It's do you recall when we were younger being in relationships? I don't know if this was the case for you, but all these all these things you're talking about were felt a hundred times oh, yeah. more acutely. Young man's game for the sure. the suspicion and the uh, passive aggression. All of that, just the act. You, you were so close to accusing at all times. Yeah, dude, it's so funny. That is hell, man. It's so shitty, man. It's so, what a relief to have grown out of that. I know.
0: So it the, gets better, young man, out there. Yeah.
2: My my philosophy now is simply to just be like, yeah, I just trust my significant other. I trust, and therefore, I'm not even thinking about it. Yeah. And, you know, if somehow, Sierra came home, and her, <laughs> her suitcase was littered with used condom wrappers, <laughs> we would deal with it. Oh you know, that'd probably be a major problem. <laughs> but, I'm assuming that's not going to happen until it happens. And then if it happens, like, all yeah. right, you know, the only see way if we can it. get our deposit back from the band, <laughs> I guess, or the tent people. I don't know.
0: That is the only way to approach it. That's it. That's it.
2: Cross that bridge when we <laughs> decide we need to nuke the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I brought a whole lot of Rule of Threads clothes with me to Los Angeles. Really well done. And people, the Los Angelens, they were looking at me like I was one of their own.
0: Dude, totally. And it's a really, it's a really great, uh, the t-shirts are a really great shirt for like a person who's in good shape. Mm. It really accentuates all of the parts of your body. Yeah. Um, I was
2: wearing a Rule of Threads shirt when uh, I was shotgunning White Claws with Nate Diaz, and I got <laughs> White Claw all over it, and he, he thought it was cool.
0: That's amazing. They're, yeah. they're quite resilient, too, mm-hmm. like and absorbent. That's it. Uh, if you're getting a little sweaty, they're really solid. They fit perfectly. And, dude, a Rule of Threads t-shirt is a Rule of Threads t-shirt is a Rule of Threads t-shirt. That's Meaning, it. Meaning, if you like one of the T's you will be able to recreate that experience for the rest of your life.
2: You can recreate it.
0: As long as Rule of Threads still exists, you can buy that exact same shirt. It's not going anywhere.
2: Not going anywhere.
0: Dude, it is just some of the best stuff of all time. Clean, simple, premium menswear basics.
2: Ah, talk dirty to me, Dad.
0: (laughs) 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 But, dude, it's true. They have all the basics. (laughs) and right when you think they've nailed them all they start adding more things. So like I was like oh they have everything you'd ever need. Joggers, uh sort of like the the button up henley style tees, the regular tees, but they've added a bunch of stuff. They have a bunch of different t-shirts now. They have polo shirts. They're adding uh more items. They're adding hoodies uh and they keep mixing up the colors and they just becoming They're becoming more and more robust of a force.
2: They're broadening their horizons and becoming a real force.
0: They're becoming a real force.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And we suggest you join that runaway train that is Rule of Threads because we're all aboard.
0: We sure are. (laughs) Go to ruleofthreads.com. Use promo code OOPS. You'll get 15% off of your order. It's really awesome stuff. Uh, We think you're going to love it. We certainly do. Uh, Let us know what you think. Send us some pics. We're in your Rule of Threads. We'd love to see them. Uh, and that is all, um, dude. I think it's funny. You've coined something that I think is quite funny on your Twitter. You will, uh you will talk about your fiance as she, with like in this way where you don't have to provide context for people to completely understand what you're talking about, mm. even if they don't already follow you. You'll be like, "Today she," and then you'll tell a funny. Yeah,
2: thing. I struggle with that though. It's a fun. It's interesting you point that out because I, I. I used to say, like, my girlfriend or, you know, I, I, find, I find the term fiancé to be the most ridiculous term <laughs> in, in the English adopted language. Yeah. Like, why did we take that? I know. Why did we take that? This period in between girlfriend and wife, it feels so pretentious as a word. It is
0: a pretentious word.
2: Especially when it's like the woman where you have to add a second E yeah. and there's an accent aigu over the first E. And I always have you know, to spell say, it right because I you do, whoosh, speak French. Like
0: French. Just hold the E button down a little bit longer. Yeah, hold it. The and I know we,
2: I know exactly which one it is. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I don't like fiancé in tweets. Do you know what I mean? Twitter yeah, is yeah, yeah, so yeah. like silly and, yeah. and, you know, quick. So then my, my, my buddy used to say, remember we, we used to say wife elect? Wife elect is great. Wife elect would be way better. Um, but I just avoid the whole thing now by uh, vaguely referring to a. It's so funny. The royal she. It's really
0: dude. One thing I find funny is so in the French or sorry, not French, in like the English adopted language as you called it. Um, it's funny to see people lean into words that you can say Americanized and that we colloquially typically do. For example, buffet, or even certain names. And I I know a couple of people who say buffet. And it is insane. Yeah, that is an insane. That's thing tough. To say. Oh, the buffet. I love a buffet. That's um, so. Buffet? Uh, it's such an insane. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Or they like I've heard the same person. They'll be asking about the friend Marie Claire. they will be like, "Where is Marie Claire?"
2: They say that. Yes, <laughs> they do that. <laughs>
0: yes, I swear to God, wow. I'm not making that up. Marie Claire.
2: I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I do Americanize not. all the French words, which is painful for me.
0: But you do but you'll you'll friend you'll get in your friend fine? Yeah, if you have to. If you're saying you know, a thing that is hard, that would be ridiculous to not say with an accent, you'll do it and it's not obnoxious. I'm
2: trying to think of a a term that where, you know what I mean? I say Paris, I would never say Paris.
0: Yeah, that would be insane. That's but nuts. Here's like a borderline one. Like you know the wine that okay, well I'll sure. spell it. C-O-T-E-S space D-U space R-H-O-N-E. Yeah. That's one that... But you could say that.
2: I would say, if I were around only Americans, I would say Cote du Rhone. Very good. But I know... <laughs>
0: <that> <laughs> get us with That the, is gutting me. Hit us with the big boy.
2: Well, it's not that far off. That's actually... I mean, that's not a, it's not a term that's too Frenchifiable, but it would be <laughs> Cote du Rhone.
0: That's not that's not that obnoxious because it's like a fucking but if i said if wine- i was like
2: yes we'd like a bottle of Cote du Rhone and i like rolled the r everyone at the tail would be like fuck this guy yo fuck this guy why is he here he's paying we're never letting him order it for us again keen peel did a great sketch about this Where it was like being out Frenched at the table. Have you seen that? No, that's funny. It's pretty funny. The guy takes his date to a French restaurant and the waiter is uh, a French waiter. And he starts like uh, the guy, guy, Jordan Peele is on the date. And he says, um, he says, by the way, uh, feel free to, uh, because I speak, I speak French to the waiter. And then the waiter says, okay. And then the waiter starts listing their specials. And the guy, it's, all and it's the guys so much French. And it's like, it's, I think it's all nonsense. <laughs> but like crazy ingredients being listed and all this. And the guy and funny. Jordan Peele is just sitting there being like, oh, fuck, you know. Speaking of Jordan Peele, are you going to see his new movie? Um, I intend to. Nope.
0: It looks cool. What it's,
2: did you think of Us?
0: I didn't. <laughs> I don't know. Why I just went, hey. Um, I didn't have the, like, urge to see it. Did you not see it? No. And I heard mixed reviews. It's fine. It's interesting how, what a rare case in our, like, in a person's career trajectory, where they're this, like, silly sketch person, and they happen to make, like, this insanely dark, scary, whatever, that just, like, is a random unicorn, and now he's this horror film director. Yeah. It's a really wild thing. I agree. I would like to see it, though.
2: I mean get out was so good so good that even though us was not at that level in my opinion i i i would give him another two or three misses before i gave up on him.
0: totally and it it, it's almost like the curse of the like the smash hit like like m night Shyamalan has a lot of like okay movies it's like the sixth sense is so good
2: yeah ben affleck would go hit flop hit flop for a while
0: on purpose No, or just like as an actor,
2: it's just the way his career was for a long
0: period. Though he
2: did like Argo, and then he did some dog shit. Yeah, like Batman Prohibition movie. I can't remember what it was called. Geely,
1: yeah, famously. And
2: then he'd come back and do something good, and then he'd do something bad. Mm -hmm. Then he did like he did the town, and then it's like right in and out, up and down, hit miss. Just makes you realize how hard it is to be consistent.
0: Oh, dude, it's crazy, and it's hard to like chase the dragon too like i i worry about this a little bit too when uh when i'm plotting my sort of next little international film project like the iraq thing just i i feel personally turned out so well that i worry that the anything else that i do is going to kind of be a letdown oh but i I don't know that i can worry about that what so am i just not going to do other stuff now you know what i mean I think it's important to do them.
2: I think the most important thing for you to do is to keep evolving the way that you do it. Right. And what I mean by that is if you have a great piece of work and all you're trying to do is reinvent that piece, that's when you'll get stale. Because even if you made a mistake or like you had something that wasn't as good, but it was because you were striking out in a totally new direction... You still learn a lot from that, you know, totally, from totally. that mistake or that drop off in form. Definitely, um, where you're like, okay, that didn't work, but I, I, I kind of have a better sense. And then the next of one why. you'll come back, and yeah, yeah. Whereas you learn nothing when you fail recreating a hit. That's true. You're it's like, true. well, why didn't you know? I tried to make exactly the same thing as version one. It didn't work. People didn't like it. And you're 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 behind.
0: Right. Now. Right. 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 No, you're right. You're right. And I, I just, so, and and, dude, totally other things that sort of contribute to that feeling. It's like, it was a really nice combination of certain things that I, I maybe hadn't anticipated or that are hard to recreate in the sense of like, you know, we had these like great uh, co-stars who were young and charismatic and funny and down and all the pe- people were so willing to be on the camera, like just like all these great things about it. And also it's kind of like a taboo place that everybody knows and like all, and it's just like, okay, there's so many things there that are, but whatever, Mm -hmm. but you're, you're right. Like the, the, the moral of the story there is that I didn't even know any of that. So in another place, there will be some angle, even if it ends up being bad for it, that is an angle in and of itself to a degree. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. Whatever. I'm overthinking it, but those are the things that give me anxiety. Hey, talking about that.
2: I got something. What's up? Chris has some new tattoos
0: oh i really like chris's tattoo can we see it let's um so chris Chris is getting you describe it new tats um
3: one second this mic is buzzing one second
0: so uh, while chris is fixing the mic uh chris has his tattoo i think i thought it was pretty sick and i actually started showing people the night you sent it to me and i was like look how sick this tat is and it was a group of people who tend to be, like, cynical about things like that. Mm. And they all agreed that it was sick.
2: Oh, good. So I
0: was happy for Chris. Yeah,
2: fuck those people.
0: And uh, I knew, I felt confident sharing it because I thought that it would get good feedback.
3: Um, It is, so I wanted to get, like, a smiley face. <laughs> and I was just, like, uh, at the bar, uh, scrolling through Instagram trying to find tattoos. And then I found this little guy who is a smiley face with a shirt on.
0: And he's um, sort of a suspended head. Yes, it's very fun. I, I really like it.
2: What, what? Um, Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, here we go. The Chris, action shot. Chris, what is the significance of the shirt?
3: Nothing. It just looked cool. I like the shirt as did well. Did you
2: draw that? No. Did the did the person the tattoo artist come up with it? I just found it on Instagram. That as a you found that as a tattoo? Yeah.
0: I had gotcha. warned Chris that this would happen. Once you kind of break open the tattoo Pandora's box, you then begin to crave them. At at certain times.
2: Okay. Which so did you get one on your arm as well? That's next. Okay. So so how many do you have right now? Three. And sky's the limit.
3: Oh yeah, I want to do. I want to. My plan is to do my whole leg. Not like not soon.
2: Okay. Holy smokes! Are you it's gonna just do like, an arm sleeve too? I
3: don't know. It's just like I'm such like a product of the environment. Like in the winter, no. I don't want tattoos at all and then like in the summer walking around brooklyn everyone has tattoos i'm like oh my god it's so cool i, <laughs> I dig that that's and, funny that's fun so yeah for but,
2: me it would be the exact opposite i would say i want tattoos in the winter because i can wear pants and cover them up Yeah, but i'm
3: just <laughs> not i'm not like thinking about mm-hmm. in the in the winter yeah because you, you can't see them on it and then you're
2: I hear what you mean, Chris. This is exactly uh, the phenomenon we've discussed on the podcast many times: is that you, I, you, you want what you can see, mm-hmm. and you want what you see other people have. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like the manifestation here of that.
2: Mm. I brought my bird dogs with me on my trip to L.A., and I was wearing them so much. I was working out in them, and then wearing them on airplanes, and they stuck with me. Sick. They sort of stuck to me, but uh, they still maintained their integrity. They didn't get too stinky. Um, <laughs> and it was my old faithful. It is the short of all shorts. Uh, the bird dog shorts with their built-in underwear liner means that you, instead of having to pack tons of pairs of boxers and shorts, you can have the two-for-one special just like that. That's pretty Just soft. right there.
0: And the pants, dude, are just like truly a life hack. Yep. They pass completely as khakis. Mm -hmm. completely yeah Uh, but little dudes everybody know you got a naughty little secret in between your legs
2: that's right (laughs) naughty little secret in between your legs you got
0: that silky little underwear liner keeping you cool keeping you agile keeping you ready to rip yeah and that's what a man needs
2: that's what he does need if you're a man (laughs) you'll put that secret between your legs and you'll go to birddogs.com and you'll use promo code banana
1: which will get
2: you a cup a metal <laughs> cup with a plastic top that will keep your beverages cold and delicious if you go out on a boat or you're on a beach. It's a, you know, I don't know what they're called. Like, kind of like a tumbler type thing.
0: Like an insulative yeah. device? Yeah, vessel? that's it. That's it.
2: Yes. Uh, something in which to put your bev. So, <laughs> go to birddogs.com, get yourself some shorts for summer, Uh, and use promo code BANANA, and we'll love you forever. Thanks.
0: Okay, dude, so... Heard this French conversation with the ordering. I've realized something interesting about like fine dining that I'm trying to like wrap my head around. I've noticed that at like a good restaurant, a very popular thing is like a deconstructed item. Mm. And I'm I'm wondering, and I guess it's sort of like the progression of something. It's like when you start to do something well enough, then it there's the only way you can go is back in the direction from which it started. Mm -hmm. So like I I saw like a menu item that was like a deconstructed cheeseburger. And it's like, isn't the whole point of the cheeseburger, the construction of it? Like, isn't that where the ingenuity lies and this amazing thing that everybody loves, the fact that it's constructed? Like, what is the point of taking it apart? Like, is that supposed to be impressive? That's
2: just like ingredients, dude. So tell me what it looked like. It wasn't, I mean, I don't even know. Like, it wasn't, the
0: presentation is sort of, But I hear what you're saying here. I want to hear more about this thought. I don't.
2: I don't. Remember. Is it a plate with a, a. You know, the bottom part of the bun is up in the left corner, and then a chunk of the meat is down elsewhere. It's all scattered. It's just a. a kind of like if you took a hamburger and put it through a wood chipper and then put it on a plate.
0: <laughs> so. That's no. That's what it is? So no. So it was curated in like a... In a but I, good point. Like there was some sort of like presentational element.
2: Did someone just take the hamburger and peel <laughs> each thing off and then put them in different places? <laughs> that's so what so de... To me, that's what deconstructing... It, like deconstructing a Lego tower would be taking each piece apart and putting it, you know, back in the box.
0: Yeah. No, totally. Um, And I have all the respect for fine dining. I love it. I like... I even like French food. I like all cuisines for the most part i can't really think of one in particular that i dislike um but the whole deconstructed thing i have trouble wrapping my head around but mm. one thing i don't think that i like that much and this is one of like the marks of fine dining i've noticed but i don't really love savory piping
2: i don't know what that like you is. know
0: when they have a bag and they squeeze a little dollop out of it and like they'll do that in like fancy restaurants
2: yeah that's called savory piping i
0: may have just made up that term like, you know, piping for, like, a cake, they have the bag of fucking cream. Are you
2: talking about icing?
0: No, piping, dude. That's that's what that's called? Piping, yeah. I watched a lot of British Bear.
2: King I would not off. have known that. Okay, good for you. Piping that's new for me.
0: It may not be called that in the fine dining No, I w- trust you. C- scenario.
2: I know what you mean, though.
0: But there's just, like, some brown... They call it that? Is it, really? Uh, They'll just be, like, a brown bag, dude. Yeah, foam. With a yeah. thing at the end, and then they're, like... Psh, and like I was eating, you know, some hors d'oeuvres at a thing and the thing would come around, it would be like a mushroom and it's just like a brown fucking, just looks like, you know, as Hillary would say, bad boy on the sidewalk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> why, why does it bother you?
0: It doesn't bother me. I just don't like it. Like I, I don't, I'm not partial to it. I will eat it and be impressed at what the chef has done, but I'm much more uh, open to a piping situation when it's sweet. As opposed oh. to like mushroom, yeah, truffle, mushroom, brown
2: sea foam. You know, it's in, always a foam. That's how I've seen it.
0: Right in like a little, yeah, dude, yeah. yes, in like a little like divot corn, yeah. thing. What yeah, the they fuck? put they
2: put something in a bowl. It's a little thing in a bowl, and then they they bathe it in they that f- stuff.
0: And it, there's something about the way it comes out too, which I find bothersome. They don't squirt it. They put the bag as close as they can to the thing as it comes out to give it like a little shape. Oh, yeah. It's almost like a Dairy Queen cone. Oh, yeah. But you yeah. know the way the Dairy Queen cone sort of comes out like a dome? That's Dairy Queen's fucking sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pinnacle of cheap dessert. I'm sorry.
2: I liked Friendly's better. I was a Friendly's guy. Friendly's is
0: sick, too. Yeah, dude, like I'll never Friendly's. forget the time I ordered a, a strawberry ice cream sundae at Friendly's. The waiter was this like, huge guy and uh, I don't know that doesn't necessarily matter I just feel like it helps paint the picture and he arrives it's almost as if I could hear him walking in the way in like a a cartoon like (laughs) and I turn around and he's just holding a gigantic waffle cone with like seven scoops of strawberry ice cream in it and I looked at him puzzled and he goes I thought you would like this
1: better
2: (laughs) he got you a different dessert from the one you ordered
0: yeah but it was he was right dude this wasn't like the
1: (laughs) this wasn't the free
0: Sunday. this wasn't the clown Sunday you get this was a fucking like industrial catering sized (laughs) ice cream ice cream cone dude this guy brought to me dude it was crazy friendlies was amazing
2: friendlies was good
0: friendlies fucks it's still
2: out there right yeah I think so I wouldn't I don't know I think so Dairy Queen, Friendlies, TCBY, all those places.
0: TCBY treats. Can't uh, this can't be yogurt? It was like the first.
2: It was frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt it was early on. Shop,
0: man. Frozen yogurt really evolved so quickly that there's just no room for some of the places that were mainstays two years ago.
2: What happened? I mean, pinkberry be
0: done, gone. It's got to be one of like I think I don't know, but it's got to be one of the riskiest retail endeavors that exist. Because like think about it, like Pinkberry was just the fucking dopest shit of all time then there was like uh and before that was tasty delight yeah which is unclear if that's even yogurt or what if, what the fuck that is i don't know but bro then there's also 36 handles
2: 16 handles
0: uh 36 handles jesus well, 16 handles is awesome 16 handles, awesome yeah. but same there's like none of them they're gone and now it's like vegan ice cream is the thing that's replaced yeah. frozen yogurt almost and this assault on dairy mm-hmm. that's currently happening so dude let me ask you during the summer how does your coffee routine evolve
2: it stays the same because if i ever did anything other than drink a triple shot oops beans iced oat milk latte from a mason jar <laughs> i i didn't i wouldn't want to face that day
0: <laughs> what the reason why you weren't drinking it would not be good yeah
2: something is really <laughs> wrong if i'm not starting my day that way and and even if even if I'm on the road and I don't have access to my oops beans from Brooklyn Roasting Company, I'm feeling unwhole. Yeah, I'm feeling incomplete.
0: Do you ever consider bringing your own beans? Ah,
2: it'd be tough to bring my own beans because I wouldn't have a grinder. What if you
0: pre-ground them?
2: Wow, it's a thought, That's man. Sick, right? It is a very comforting thing to have a taste of home with you on the road.
0: Totally, and there's typically a coffee maker in the room.
2: That's true. You could do it. It's a pretty good idea. <laughs> Oops you. Beans from Brooklyn Roasting Company, our signature coffee, is the taste of home.
0: And you could brew it the night before, too, just to get the smell of home in your room and then put it in the fridge and then have iced coffee. Yeah, the but morning. the problem is
2: it's so delicious that I would want to drink it from smelling it. That's true. And I get all wired and That's true. sad. Is that a thing? I don't know. It might
0: be. Make wake my wake mouth up and smell the coffee. Water, yeah. The same for a reason, pal.
2: We uh, well. <laughs> we love the, the Brooklyn Roasting <laughs> Company. Our signature coffee is the Oops Beans. If you go to brooklynroasting.com right now, you can find our coffee. Just type in Oops Beans in there, search. It'll come right up, tell you about the coffee. I think it's blends of coffee from uh, Ethiopia and somewhere else. So uh, use promo code oops beans beans and you'll get five percent off your order get a bunch of tins
0: promo code oops beans i don't want francis said oops and then i said beans i don't want you to think that it was beans as opposed to oops yeah don't think that it's
2: oops oops beans don't think that you idiot (laughs) don't think that yeah uh promo code oops beans brooklynroasting.com that's five percent off don't delay hey here's speaking of assault (laughs) what's um What's a natural disaster that you would want to witness? Wow, to be in,
0: to be in. I mean, none. I don't want to be in any. All right. Well, if, well, am say, I am I safe? Am I going to have a positive outcome?
2: Well, you got to find your way out of it.
0: Can I be in none of them? No, I have to pick one. Yeah,
2: they're all coming. So from I would
0: them. pick a tornado because you have the highest chance. Like even if the tornado is coming directly at you, it's kind of like an alligator. It like moves like it wiggles, so you could be staring at it and it could not hit you. It even can jump over you, I've heard.
2: Why? You think a a tornado is easier to deal with than a hurricane?
0: Yeah. Dude, a a tornado can destroy the house across the street from you and your house isn't even touched. Okay. A a bad hurricane, you are toast. Uh, Watching a a, a giant wave that was a result of a tsunami or a hurricane occur, that's super exciting to me. Or like a Category 5 tornado, if that's even the proper ranking yeah uh that sounds sick to witness
2: yeah that would be kind of cool i had this feeling because i was you know i was in california and i took off right from lax and i looked down at the sprawling los angeles area beneath me and i said to myself you know i know this is i I wasn't actually thinking this but my god
1: what if an
2: earthquake happened right now hmm what if an earthquake happened right now? I'm safe because I'm in the air. Right, we're off. Interesting. So you're witnessing it from, and the, I'm watching just massive, massive fissures open up in the land, and houses sort of fold into the the <laughs> crevasse, and maybe a ma- major trench opens up, and the Pacific Ocean starts spilling in, and oh, and then a major tidal wave wipes out. You know santa monica pier and electrical lines are down and i don't know we we see some of the california wildfires get put out mm-hmm. i i don't know i yeah, just yeah, thought yeah. To, to to fly over that yeah that's crazy would be a, a sad but awe-inspiring thing to witness absolutely
0: it's true it's, it's spectacular it's like it would
2: be spectacular
0: so okay in the in the fat thought i guess from the air Yeah, maybe what you just described or like a crazy tidal wave.
2: I mean, think of how lucky you would feel if you were out in L.A. for whatever and you took off commercial flight and the second your plane wheels left the ground, the whole earth started shaking at a 9.4 on the Richter scale. Right, that's earthquake. like
0: a, that's like a scene in a movie where like the plane is trying to like the earthquake is catching up to the plane taking yeah. off, and the plane finally takes yeah, off. Yeah, but
2: I think I think the plane takes off, nothing is amiss, and then only once you're in the air do you look back and see, oh gosh, mm. they're in big trouble.
0: <laughs> well, dude, if if I were to be on the ground, you feel so lucky. If I were to be on the ground, I do have an answer for this. Actually, I would want to be in an earthquake and in a place where there's no like man-made structures occurring. Because there's, that's the biggest risk of an earthquake is whatever has been built collapsing, and what you have just described is sort of a like, I think that that's un like very unusual if indeed it ever is happening mm. that the earth just like completely opens and like I know I'm sure it does happen or whatever, but
2: like along a fault line, you'd
0: ha- you'd have to like. Yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, maybe, probably along the fall what line What if itself. you were
2: in a big meadow and there were no That's trees? That's what I'm saying. I think you'd be completely fine. You're in a big meadow because you're out there doing some sort of um, <laughs> m- maiden dance.
0: I'm in Botswana. heading into uh, walking through a field looking at wildebeest.
2: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. You're in the field. Now, can the field not sort of bounce you around like a little, you know, one of those... Marbles and a hungry hippos board.
0: I don't think so, dude. I don't think it's bouncy. I think it's like spreading. It like spreads, and therefore, like the structures and foundations that have been built start to collapse on you or around bridges. Like in the worst case scenarios, this is my understanding. But it would be a crazy moment as I'm staring at the wildebeest and the earth begins to shake. I'd be worried that a stampede was occurring. Yeah, and I would look around and think and that you'd
2: get mufasid.
0: I'd be worried that Scar had begun. Yeah. And then I'd realize that it was not the wildebeest, but it was the earthquake. But the problem is that would probably start a stampede, the earthquake.
2: You might be right about that. And
0: that would be a problem.
2: You might be right about that. <laughs> so
0: hopefully we had not yet found the wildebeest in this scenario. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty I good. I was thinking of natural disasters when I was in California.
0: Um, they're very interesting. Dude, this can I uh can I tell you something exciting that just happened to me? Yeah. So a Whole Foods has opened a block away from us. Let's go. It's a brand new one. And honestly, it's like unlike anything I've ever seen. Like they have thought about everything wrong with every existing Whole Foods and created the one next to my apartment as a result.
2: Damn you. There
0: are three different places to check out on both floors and there's self-checkout and person checkout. I don't know how common that is, Uh, but it's not common. Yeah, dude. It's really fucking sick. And we've already the evolution of the name has already evolved. It started as. Whole Foods, and then we started calling it WF, and now we started calling it Wake Forest. So now we say, should we hit Wake Forest? <laughs> and then we hit it. <laughs> so we've been hitting it hard, and That's it feels pretty really good. Nice. I've been thinking about you every time because I know how much you love Whole Foods.
2: I sure do.
0: It's a pretty solid establishment. I sure
2: do. You can judge a Whole Foods by their fish counter. I've said that before, I think.
0: So how much is the, the kind of discrepancy between the quality of Whole Foods that you've been to?
2: Oh, it's big. It's really? big. Some are far better than others.
0: And what dictates which ones are better? Is it like a geographical thing or how new they are? I thing?
2: think a big part of it, especially in New York City, is how crowded they are. Mm. Um, you don't want ones that are crowded. And the bigger they are, the less crowded they tend to be. That's, that's good. Because you want space between the aisles. Yeah, You want, you want, you want the right flow. Mm-hmm. You really want a good flow in a Whole Foods. Mine I is like in a my, weird neighborhood. So I my like neighborhood. my flow to start with fruits and vegetables. Okay. Okay. I, I pick up a little, bringing my hand, you know, hand-drawn carriage thing. I, I I throw my I go to my organic bananas. Then I get my broccolini or my black broccoli. Rob. I get mm. a big tub of the organic mixed greens. But I I always check on the dates, the expiration dates, to get the one that is the farthest from today.
0: How often is that make a very impactful?
2: It's a huge deal. It's not,
0: like like, but there'll be a, like. It'll be March first, and there'll be a March first and a March tenth in the same. They won't batch.
2: have a one. They typically won't have a March first in there, but they'll maybe maybe they'll have a March fourth, and then they'll have like a March seventh. Oh, that's and if you dumb. get the March fourth, that that lettuce has been. They want you to buy that, yeah, because they want you to take the one that's been sitting in there for mm, a week. Those dogs. Yep. So I get I get that. I get my asparagus, uh, a lemon or two, maybe a bag of lemons if we're behind. Um, Maybe a, a tub of, of a freshly peeled garlic cloves just so you don't have to do the work yourself. Then you go uh, into your fish counter area probably. Mm. But you might want <laughs> to save your fish the for the, the end because you want to yeah. leave it cold as long as possible. And I always ask the monger if I can have a <laughs> bag of ice uh, to put the fish on.
0: Is he impressed with that usually?
2: Well, sometimes they know what they're doing and they give me the right amount. and Sometimes they don't. Mm. At which point I think this is a new monger. You gotta hate that. This is a very green monger,
0: dude. This is the green monger,
2: mm-hmm. the green <laughs> dude, monger,
0: dude. Yesterday, uh, Hillary was asked if she had wanted chopsticks when she checked out, and she said no. And then we began to exit the store. She realized she did want chopsticks. She then went back to the guy and said, and "In second thought, can I have some chopsticks?" And the guy goes, "Girl." <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: like showing annoyance you meet was- some
2: characters at the whole foods yeah you do dude by our, the way our,
0: our pal peter fowler used to work there which i think would probably make you not want to go to that location <laughs> 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 to be honest it would make me not want to go to that location too, dude uh,
1: uh.
0: <laughs> i think he got fired i'm pretty sure is that right yeah <laughs> but just for not coming to work <laughs> i don't think he was doing anything that bad
2: when gotcha. he was working there I'm not going to finish my Whole Foods route because I realize that that means uh, I've really come to the end of my ideas for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I really have exhausted the, you know, drained the dragon, (laughs) bled the snake.
0: Um, Well, dude, I have a couple other uh, Whole Foods things that I would like to ask you about.
2: Stick with it.
0: So now that we've been talking about Broccoli Rob, so... If I if I were to eat your broccoli, Rob, you had prepared broccoli, Rob, for me, and I said, "Oh, this broccoli, Rob, is amazing." And you were to reply, referring to the broccoli, Rob, and then tell me that you were happy that you were happy that I liked it. What would you say? Oh man, this broccoli, Rob, is so fucking good, man.
2: Uh oh, thank thanks.
0: Okay, but <laughs> refer what? to the broccoli, Rob, in the response if you can, if possible. I just okay. just for the sake of.
2: Uh oh! Thank you. Yeah, no, we've been we love to cook broccoli. Rob.
0: Okay, can you do it without saying the word broccoli? Rob. this is when you see where this is going, you'd be like, dude, why did you just make me? No, I'm excited
2: now. <laughs> now I'm hooked. So don't say don't use it the word. Seems like it's going into a brick wall.
0: <laughs> don't use the word broccoli. Rob.
2: Okay. Oh no! Uh, thank you, Julio. I'm glad you liked it.
0: Okay. Thank you. You just proved the point that I've been wondering about. Because my uncle Zio Butch, who you all know, and I find this to be an endearing thing that he does, but I wasn't sure if it was proper or not. Because when I say Zio Butch, man, you're so good at cooking broccoli rabe, he goes, "Yeah, yeah, they're good."
2: Yes, so this is, is very thing? similar to your the salmon, salmon <laughs> etymology issue with hill dog.
0: And as most sequels are, it's not quite as good as the salmon. No, discussion. this one's
2: this one is good. <laughs> What did she say again? A piece of salmon. I'll have a piece. As opposed to
0: some salmon. Or you've done a good job. At, a filet of salmon. You've maintained the status quo throughout this, these exercises, and I'd like to commend you for it.
2: A portion of salmon. <laughs> They're good. Broccoli Rob, it's good. Yeah, I just don't think... Um, <laughs> I mean, to his point, I think if you had a bunch of Broccoli Rob... Oh, it's tough.
0: Inevitably, Broccoli Rob is in a bunch. It's in a bushel <laughs> you, with bulbs, preferably very bulbous or bulby, and you get rid of most of the stems. Yeah. You know, as you know, uh-huh. a big broccoli Rob eater. But they, it makes sense. I'm like, oh, they, they. <laughs> you
2: know, man, I wonder if we have like new listeners today who this is their first and last episode.
0: Dude, what do you mean? This has been a hot episode. Has this been a hot one? I think so. Hot it's, one. It has been very good.
2: <laughs>
0: After years of fine print contracts getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if I've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch.
2: There's a god. Damn catch.
0: <laughs> so when I first heard the Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just fifteen bucks a month, I thought I thought what what's the catch? Fifteen dollars a month? Get out of here. But after talking to them and using their service it all made sense. I actually talked to them on the Mint Mobile plan. I called them with a the mint mobile phone and said, Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, what uh, what'd they say? They said, Yeah, if plan started at fifteen bucks a month. I said, right,
2: Light bulb this- moment <laughs> there. Here. Thanks for the clarification. You wanna hang out?
0: There isn't a catch. Mint Mobile secret sauce, yeah, secret secret sauce. Secrets. <laughs> they are the first company to sell wireless service only, and that's it. They cut out the cost of retail stores, pass those sweet savings directly to you. Mint Mobile, you'll save a ton of cash. Mm-hmm. Save the cash, use it for stuff you like. Anybody who hates their phone bill, they offer plans starting at just fifteen bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high speed data delivered on the nation's largest five G network. To get your wireless plan for just fifteen dollars a month. And get the plan shipped directly to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash oops. That's mintmobile.com slash oops. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash oops.
2: Do we have any emails? Yeah, we do. We should, Let's that's, do that's an email. Nice... Let's crack open an email. That would sure be a breathe nice breathe a little bit of life into this. Oh,
0: man. I just got a really funny spam Facebook message from Angela in jail. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be spam right? let's see what angela in jail wants maybe she's a comedian um no you know what i don't want to read this fucking message let's just go to the emails to yeah. angela in jail can stay in jail where she belongs <laughs> um okay so
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right this one's like a pretty this is actually in my opinion the perfect one to talk about right now because it's a little ridiculous uh but it's also kind of a funny story so here we go hi francis julio and chris and ryan uh, if you read this and ever use it, feel free to abbreviate as you feel necessary, but I just want you to have all the factors of the story initially, um, whatever. So here we go. I hope you're doing well, and I'm sending my praises to the pod. I have an issue with with differences of opinions in regards to the topic uh, of my email, and I think you guys may enjoy this debate and also can help me decide what my final answer is um, for when I play Never Have I Ever while in a drinking game with friends. Have I had an official threesome? Uh and then the second one is asking if she killed her grandfather, uh, which sounds interesting, but I don't think it's worth covering. I think the threesome thing is the more important element. Okay. She did not kill her grandfather, essentially. is All right, Well, Let's see how this unfolds, and maybe we'll- Dear Lord. About five or six years ago, I went to Atlantic City with some friends. One night after some time at casinos and clubs, my friend and I went to grab some food before heading home. While drunkenly waiting in line, my friend went and sat with a uh, bachelor party, and I decided to go- uh, with a 30-some-year-old, let's call him Chad, uh, and what appeared to be his grandfather. After talking with them and praising the kindness uh, of Chad for bonding with his grandfather, it turns out they were complete strangers. Uh, the, idea, the idea that this guy wanted to spend time at the casino with a random older man was enough to reel me in. After ensuring the old man got to his car and went on his merry way, Chad and I went to back, back to Chad's hotel room. As you can predict, Chad and I started messing around, which led to sex. Uh, and we were in and out of sessions as we were in and out of sessions. He received a phone call, which I picked up. It was his brother, Tanner. As many questions were raised by Tanner of who I was and why I was with his brother. Uh, it turns out Tanner was at the casino too, and he ended up coming to the room as well.
2: Oh no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was certain it was going to be that older man. Oh uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Same. Which these, this, this has taken an interesting twist. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I prefer this better.
2: Yeah, maybe. Uh, But
0: we'll see. By this time, I was finished with Chad, and I found myself enticed by Tanner. I decided I wanted to hook up with the older and more alluring Tanner, and he made it clear he also wanted to. As his prior sexed younger brother went to bed on the mattress across the room, a few feet over, the older brother and I began to fool around as well, and we ended up having sex. Dear heavens. (laughs) So here's my question to you. Does this count as a threesome? No. Some say yes, some say no I never thought this issue would follow me for the rest of my sexual and social life But I need you guys to settle for this one
2: No, it's not
0: I'll be honest, this is much better than the threesome what you've done <laughs> <laughs> Like never have I ever banged two brothers In the same hotel room Feet away from each other you will, You're the only person who can raise your hand to
2: that Yeah, one. yeah <laughs> I guess the other, never has she ever Had enough I mean at what point are you satisfied My god I know. I, I, it seems like she's got an insatiable appetite. For siblings. Yeah. Because <laughs> she said the first guy, multiple sessions. Dude, she's this He girl. got worn out, went to bed. I mean, it doesn't sound like he was a, a, a slouch. Dude, yeah. And then it was on to Tanner. I know, man. Tanner, I hardly know her. <laughs>
0: Speaking uh. of savory piping. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I mean, I'm I'm now curious to read the rest of this email. <laughs> <So ridiculous. laughs> I'm curious to read the rest of this email. Okay. Furthermore, for your entertainment and perhaps to add to the moral dilemma, upon waking up the next morning, Chad received a call, and I asked Tanner about it. You can probably guess who it may have been—his wife.
2: Oh no, I did not guess that. As I hadn't, as I hadn't
0: noticed a ring the prior night, I obviously was in shock, and Tanner could tell. He proceeded to say, "Yeah, he's married. You didn't know, but also I'm older than him." Waiting for more information of why this made sense. Tanner told me that he, too, was married.
2: (laughs) That's crazy. Jeez Louise, these horrible people. I know. He had
0: three children he proceeded to then tell me about. Uh, He was also not wearing any wedding rings either. Just when I thought things couldn't get worse, the two brothers offered to drive me back uh, to the Airbnb I was staying. at. I looked at my phone in the car and realized I had several missed calls. As I prepared to leave the morning with the two married men, I was informed that my grandfather had passed away overnight. I'm sorry for laughing, but it just seems insane. It's just it's yeah. insane. Yeah. Uh, so I had to sit with that for the... <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had to sit with that drive home with the two men of who had just revealed the infidelities. It was a lot to unpack for the young 22-year-old I was and caused years of moral distress. It's a fun story. I tell my friends with time and a little therapy. I've learned to laugh about it. Um, did I kill my grandfather? And did I have a threesome? I would say no and no. Correct. But if we're talking about, you know, karma and stuff, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. single-handedly ruining two families, like, you know, maybe it but came back But she didn't,
2: I don't blame her for that. She didn't know. 100% not her fault. It's on the guys. Yeah. And uh, no, the grandfather's not related. And, and don't take that as some sort of uh, God smiting your grandfather as a... Reaction to your, uh, you know, kind of foolish sexual ways.
0: Right. Like if the old man at the casino was your grandfather and somehow you were supposed to bring him home and you forgot and he fell asleep at the wheel and died, it would then be your fault. Sure. At least, kind I mean, of. Yeah. Not your fault, but you could at least do the, the exercise. Like, oh, if only I had your grandfather, had nothing to do with this. Ridiculous. Yeah. But, dude, my question, and this is an important one, when she got out of the car, did the brothers high five? Or were they unaware that each of them had cheated on their wives?
2: I bet you the brothers knew. I bet you they did. I mean, if if Chad went to bed and his brother was there and she was still there. Right. Why was he still there? He had to have known something was going to happen. And there's
0: only two beds. So she probably was in bed with the brother in the morning. Maybe. That's right. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. Hop back in with- it's
2: also possible with all due respect to our, our emailer that none of this is true.
0: It's pretty specific. I don't know, dude. It sounds true to me. Uh, you think it sounds? You, no, you're
1: sus- I don't know. You're
2: suspicious? I, I'm a little more. I mean, it's so fantastic in terms of it's so fantastical that uh, I don't know. I just don't know.
0: So the reason why I've, I believe it's real, I'm saying real, is because it's, it's too random. Like the questions, no offense to the listener, the two questions are too stupid. (laughs) (laughs) The point of the email, you know, the story is very good, but the questions are so stupid that there's no way it could be (laughs) faked. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, if I ask stupid questions, they won't realize this is a lie. You know what I mean? The story is fantastic, but like, obviously that's not a threesome and obviously you didn't kill your grandfather. I know she's being funny, which, which is, it was funny. It is funny, but I think it's true.
2: Uh, it's more fun to believe it.
0: Ryan and Chris, what do you guys think? True or false? Chris says true. Ryan says true.
1: Yeah. All right. Okay,
0: whatever. I can live with that. Um, okay, facts with Ryan. What do we got? Fact check this
2: shit. So with the being on an airplane during an earthquake, though you're not going to feel the shaking... It still affects the, the power of the radars, communications, light signals. Oh, so you're not necessarily in the clear if you're in the air for a safe landing.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, that's a great sir, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
2: <laughs> that is the, excellent. The worst natural disaster of all time was... <laughs> The central China was the Central China flood of 1931, where two to 3.7 million people died. Oh my my god! God. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! God. That's so many people.
0: (laughs) What the fuck? What on earth? Oh my god! What river? The uh, the Yangtze River or something? The biggest whole (laughs) the biggest Whole Foods in the world. (laughs)
2: is in tyson's virginia as of 2019 and the stinker ben the, the stinker ben affleck movie you're referring to is called live by night by 2016 34 on rotten tomatoes
0: dude that is excellent work guys. oh man
2: facts by ryan might be my new favorite fucking <laughs> segment, the segment
0: that we have thing we do um
2: guys,
1: so well good. done. So funny. <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> so
0: funny. Uh, uh. All right, what do you got? Dude? Oh
2: man, I'm in uh Arlington, Virginia at the draft house, right near Washington, DC. That's July twenty second and twenty third. I hope to see you guys there. Tickets are that at Francisellis.com.
0: Awesome. Uh yeah, I'm in Tampa the uh fourteenth through the seventeenth of July um in wesley chapel i guess tampa area i'm sorry if i don't know how tampa works so if that's like whatever to wesley chapel and st petersburg uh from the 14th to the 17th tickets on my website not julio.com also seattle the crocodile july 28th that's all for now
2: hell yeah thanks guys